y'all. I'm Kiara Sheree. And I'm Ray. Welcome back to Yes Black Girl. Hey. So for those that are new to us, Yes Black Girl is a digital space and interview series created for Black women by Black women. Stay with us for a while and we hope that you leave feeling inspired. Raya, girl, girl, we... We bite. Where you know, it's, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> wow. Oh my it's God. Been a second. It has. I'm so excited to be back today with you doing what we do. You know, it's been a minute. It's been a long time. Girl. Um, tell tell the folks what you've been what you've been up to. Because you got a lot. A lot going <laughs> but, right now. <laughs> what haven't I been doing? Um I'm with Culture Shock DC, uh, so we are currently about to go to Canada in a week and a half. Wow. Um, so I've been getting ready for that and just working. And Soka Tribe, we had two performances at Kennedy Center. Yes. And just Lord. getting my life together. And I was sick last week, so I might Lord. sound a little stuffy, but I'm I'm good. Everything else is great. Um, you make it. Yeah, just been oot and a boot. Have not been at home. <laughs> I've been at work. I've been working. Yeah, she is booked and busy, honey. How are you? I'm good. I just got some really good news this week. Um, I had applied for this mentorship program mm-hmm. with Femme Forward, and I got into the program. And I've already been assigned my mentor. So I'm super excited. And she's like the perfect mentor. Um, literally everything that I asked for. So I was like, y'all, y'all really paid attention to my little essay questions. Like y'all care. So um, I'm excited about that, you know. And other than that, you know, working. <laughs> working down and just trying to figure out, you know, what uh, the next moves are for me. So it's it's been a good a good week a very good month so far. I'm excited for November. So yes. thanks. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh, and my birthday yes. tomorrow. Hey. Okay. Yes. Come on, Libra season. Your yes. birthday definitely is tomorrow. Um, are you doing anything for your birthday? Did you decide to do anything? Or you just gonna chill? Or are you gonna uh, be working? <laughs> So, okay, so tomorrow I'm actually working. I have an event to work, and then I have rehearsal, which I'm used to having rehearsal on my birthday, so that's fine, uh, especially if it's during the week. Every year. I, always, every, <laughs> all the time. Uh, you know, we used to try to get you to come to homecoming. You'd be like, yeah, I got rehearsal. We're like, it's your birthday. Sure. <laughs> I, I, I'm working, girl. I got to dance. I got to dance. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. A professional. Yes. Yes. yes, and uh, but tonight I'm most likely going out to dinner with a few people. So, yes. and Friday Ike is hosting a party for our cabin trip friends. So we're mm. gonna be at his house to have like a game night, and then yes. Saturday I gotta work. Uh, Sunday might go to the pumpkin patch. We'll see. Okay, pumpkin patch. I'm gonna ask you about that later. That might be okay. Maybe something else going on. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's go ahead and get into our guest for the day. So today's guest was born and raised in the Flatbush neighborhood of Brooklyn, New York. She's a Haitian girl with a deep, deep pride for Haiti. She is a runway model. 
She is a fake cosplayer, a digital marketing enthusiast, a content creator, and she hosts really dope events at Brooklyn's very own Basquiat Spottle, y'all. Y'all gotta slide through there and see what those events are about. So let's give a warm, warm welcome to Sarah O'Cool, better known as Slays by Sarah. Um, I never really done an interview like this, so this is major for me, but thank you for having me. So yes. <laughs> thank you for being here. You look amazing as as usual. I'm just yes, really I was looking at your Instagram and I was like, she is gorgeous. <laughs> okay. Gosh, and on every page, like everything that she's doing, she always looks good. It's like mm-hmm. it looks okay. good. I have to put right. forward. Period. As you should. <laughs> so we're gonna get into some this or that. So the first one is uh Grio or Ragu. Grio. Mm, tell me why. Tell me why. And tell us what is griot to people who may not yes. know. Yeah, sure. Is. So griot is like um, fried pork, basically. Not only you fry mm-hmm. it, you also put it in the oven. So it's a, it's a process. Yeah. So you get like all the fatty pieces of the pork. You season mm-hmm. it. You clean it, and then you first put it in the oven first, so that way it can like get nice and soft. And you don't want too much of the juices to be away. Then after that, once it's out, you let it cool down. Then you fry it with like veggies or whatever you want it to be, and it's so good. So yeah, Grio. That sounds bomb. <laughs> do you know how to make it's it? Really good. I do, but it's such a long process. I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but I know how to make it. Well, yeah. if you ever decide to, I'm I'm slide through to give me a plate because that sounds good. Okay. <laughs> is, it, is it like slow roasted? Kind of. It depends who makes okay. it because um I guess different Haitian households makes it differently depending on how they learned it. Mm-hmm. Makes okay. sense. Yeah. It's like mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Everybody make <laughs> yeah. it differently, mm-hmm. but you know it's gonna, exactly. it's gonna slap you the way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the next one is runway modeling or cosplay. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'll say runway. Yeah, I'll say runway. Oh. Why I have to think about that one? Runway. It's easier. Mm. Runway. Runway is easier. Yeah, and it's easier for me Got to get you. into that mindset because I'm already dressed. I don't have to do nothing. I don't have to do my makeup or my hair. It's already done for me. I can just go yes. on stage and come back. Mm, I feel yeah. that. <laughs> um, so cosplay makeup or fashion makeup? Cosplay makeup. Mm. Cosplay makeup. Okay. Yeah. The reason why I say that is because you don't have to do the industry standard. And mm. it doesn't have to be dictated by somebody else's. You could just do it on your own and just have fun with it. So, yeah, yeah. cosplay, cosplay makeup. Love it. Yes. So, event planning or content creation? Content creation, girl. No. <laughs> content creation. <laughs> no. So <much> stress. <laughs> yeah, content creation all the way. Event planning. Mm. So with my recent experiences, because you really have to make sure everything is at least organized up to a point, have a list of things, have a strategy for pre, during, and post. And it is mm. 
chaotic if it's not done correctly. Consecration, yeah. I can just schedule things out. It's ready to be planned. Hashtag, boom, schedule. Good to go. Yes, I hear that. All right, we're going <laughs> to ask you some more about that later. Sounds good. All right, so uh, I just want to start out by asking you, because you recently walked in New York Fashion Week. So can you tell us a little bit about what that experience was like for you? Ooh, that was... I've walked many other fashion weeks before, but those are usually for like emerging independent artists who actually got a chance to be part of New York Fashion Week. Um, but to actually be on a major platform called Runway 7 Fashion, it was a roller coaster. Um, so at first, I was able to go for castings due to my modeling agency, Elohim, and they were able to let me know the casting date, went through. I was fine with auditions. You walk in front of like a whole group of people, designers, they choose if they want you or not, things like that. Mm. So I was able to get selected for three designers. And the next two days, they just dropped me because, yeah, whatever the oh reasons were, God. I was just like, okay. Yeah, so I had to go to one last-minute casting call before the day of the show, and the designer booked me. And then from then on, I just got booked back to back to back. So it was a roller coaster. Lots of yes. emotions. That sounds like it. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't even know, like, once you're in something, they can just kind of switch you up like that. That's a lot of shuffling around and just trying to figure out, wow, you got to have a strong mindset for that girl. <laughs> so Ooh. I was like, oh, my God. What? Exactly. Listen, yes. that, working part-time and doing other things, it was a lot. Mm. I did get to see one of the, you posted a video of you walking in one of the shows, and you did an amazing job anyway. So. Thank you. Okay. Thank yes. you. Love it. <laughs> Had to. Has to represent for us. It's not easy. And there wasn't not that many black girls out there. Yes. Like I thought I would see, but, yes. but yeah. It's That's beautiful. So you've also been campaigning to be the face of Fenty Beauty. Yes. So yes. how has how has Rihanna <laughs> inspired you as a model and a businesswoman? Oh, she is like my blueprint. She's like the guideline. Um, first and foremost, mm. it's not easy being Caribbean and being out in the spotlight and doing what we do because family from your Haitian family it's either doctor lawyer all you know all of those things course. and then yeah. me being the black sheep I'm just like mm-hmm. entertainment <laughs> that's a creator model, <laughs> yeah um so yeah that has definitely been the inspiration for me to keep going strong and I I just see her doing her thing like from music to beauty to fashion to lingerie I'm like she's just doing it all Yes. This is a good motivation. So mm-hmm. hopefully can't get, you know, manifestations. Yeah. Hope that become the next phase. If not, it's okay. I'm still gonna reach out to her. Like, can I be your influencer, brand ambassador? Yeah. Something. Okay. So, yeah. Get me on there some kind of way. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the space. Right. So yes, that's I how definitely that for Yeah. Cause you've been doing the work, so it will be yeah. and you're you. already planting those seeds. That's All right. So, uh, switching gears a little bit, can you tell mm-hmm. us what fake cosplaying is? How you got started? Um, just looking at your Instagram for that that page for that work is yeah. incredible. You have so many different projects on there. So let's let's get into that a little bit. Yes. So there's this um, page called Black Fading. They started off mm-hmm. on Facebook at first, I believe, two years ago, literally during the pandemic. And I was like, I'm always into sci-fi. I'm that weird black girl. I don't care. Let me try this. And that's how I was like, got my hands into cosplay because I didn't want to just do like the regular anime stuff, which no, you know, nothing to that. So, but I was just like, something different. Something different. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the character that I found, I found her through Pinterest, and then I found the actual designer, the artist, graphic designer, and she just had these whole bunch of characters so beautiful. And it was this one dark skinned girl. I was like, yo, mm. I could I could do her. I could try her. So there's yeah. a background, looked into it. It's through a game from EA Games called Dragon Age. And then the type of fade that I did for Black Fade is called Dallish Elf. And their story Ooh. reminds me of Haiti. Yeah. So they went wow. through lots of, yeah, they had such power, such great kingdom, all that stuff. And the next thing you know, they were taken over. They had to fight for their freedom. They had to fight to keep their power. And now they're just like, basically, I won't say rebels, but they're like kicked out. And it just made me tie Ooh. back into Haiti and their history and how they went through a lot. They lost their power. They're still going through so much stuff right now. And I was like, I like this. I could see myself re- be represented and why not connect this to Black Fade Day. So Black Friday, mm-hmm. their mission is to basically have the whole Black community just be represented within the fantasy world. And we're doing a lot because year two, it was bigger and better. I wasn't able of to release course. my photos on time, but that's okay. It still showed that that impact was still there and that I actually mm. have a niche within the fantasy yes. world. So that's how that came about. Amazing. And I'm going to be yes. doing my photos. Faye, I guess, hosting event for the end of this month in Florida. Yes. yes that's awesome i love that you you found that connection to yourself and your where you're from like that's that's mm-hmm. so real and it just allows you to push it a little bit harder too yeah mm-hmm. yeah so how long does it take to put those looks together because trying to so for us we always try to get like a halloween look and it's so mm. much work it's stressful. So, I'm stressed right now. Yeah. Trying to figure it no, out. No, don't be stressed. Don't be stressed. <laughs> mm. um, well, <laughs> so the markings are called Valacine. Um, I believe that's what it's called. I'm still learning more about that game, too, because I'm about to do a whole Switch streaming live on that to educate myself mm. some more. But, yeah. yeah, so those linings, you have to get a special paint. It has to be, like, body paint or it be a special really thick white eyeliner because not all eyeliner are actually shown on our skin like that. And mm. that took, I think, all together two hours, close to three hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you did that all yourself. Yeah, usually I do it myself. Um, the first one I did, it was with um, a makeup artist. She helped me out. Okay. But that's to make it more intricate and things, you know, love, whatever, I did it myself. But usually I do things on my own. If not, if it's a lot, I hire a team to help me out. Okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and when you I design reach out your- to you, let me know it's coming (laughs) let me know so you design the costumes too or you buy those separately Um, I buy them yeah I buy them so I style myself usually so I am a creative director I guess at heart too so when it comes to things like that I do the location scouting I actually Mm. look to see who I want to work for me for photos if it's like a major production because it's once a year usually for Black Bay Day Um, I think about the music if I want to make it to like a whole mini Movie thing, short clip, outfits, design. I think of it, and then I just make it become one big thing. So yeah, yes. I get bored. (laughs) I love that for you. Listen, but you're not. You're staying busy. You're literally trying all the things that you're interested in. I I love that. That's something that I'm trying to learn how to do too. So take some time with it. Schedule it in. Trust me. You better be an inspiration out here. Right. And it seems like you have a ton of ideas and a lot of inspiration to pull from. So you're just going to be doing this. Like, this is what you do. So yeah, it's more than just being bored. Well, you're not. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. 
So, All right. Yeah. So you already kind of broke down Black Payday for us. Um, mm-hmm. But can you tell us just a little bit more about why that day is so important to you? Um, it's so important to me because I actually grew up on like watching fantasy shows, sci-fi shows, reading mystical books, things like that. Um, I'm that weird black girl. I'm really about to make that to a hashtag because that's what yeah. people remind me. Like they they see me like, oh my god, you're so pretty. And then when they f- figure out what I like, they're like, that's oh. weird. That's weird. <laughs> I was like, and I like it. And as many it. people like me too, they love this too. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So literally after church with my mom, imagine a Haitian little girl, her little. Fluffy skirt coming from church to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Who does that? Yes. I do. That was me. But yeah, okay. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> still Slayer, like that to this day. Right, and then not to see that this is the norm now too. And I was like, why not? This is what I like. This is what I do. Why not be that person to help represent that we are out here? We like things like this too. Mm-hmm. So that's how I was able to like resonate with this Black Friday, just make it to a thing and help it grow. Because like I said, year two. I'm being known in the space and it's getting bigger and better. And who knows, I might be doing cosplay, con representation, whatever it's called, out there by next year. Speak it. Speak it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. There might be some cosplay for Fenty Beauty. You never know. Listen, listen, if they they need something for Halloween, expand on different things. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm that girl. Right. So what are some of the challenges you face in the modeling industry so far? And do you feel like things have gotten better for Black models? Um, I think things have gotten a little bit better. Um, as of right now, I still have to deal with like keeping my weight a certain way because the European standards are still there, sadly. Yes, it's more, I guess, exclusive. Not, oh, it's more out there, more progressive. I guess you know, they accept certain body types and whatnot, but there's a difference. There's high fashion, if you want to get to high fashion, and then there's just, like, of course, commercial fashion, everything else that's not high fashion. If you, For me, I want to do international shows, so I still have mm. to get critiqued by the European standards. I have to have certain measurements. I can't be bigger than certain things. My hips have to be certain small. I'm like, I'm curvy. I'm Caribbean. I'm okay, cool. I can't lose that, mm. but Things yeah. like that. So why this woman does come into play once in a while. Like I was bigger than I was one seventy before and lost weight and now I'm one forty. Probably smaller now. I haven't weighed myself in a while. Also with hair. If you mm-hmm. for me, I have to make sure for near crash week that my hair was braided down, like cornrowed, because mm-hmm. I know people still don't know how to do a forcey hair. I don't want heat damage. I don't want disappointment. <sighs> I don't think it's at me, but like I'm I don't want that. I don't so to I, do. Yeah, yeah. It's already been your own hair. You know how to do it. Lay it down. Ask them what is it that they're looking for for the mood board, and you do it. Or cornrows. Um, what yeah. else? Casting calls. You always got to be prepared for casting calls, and just always make sure to say affirmations first. Give yourself that confidence boost. Listen to Renaissance if you have to by Beyonce. I know I do. Yes. And just to walk in with your head held high. <laughs> yes, girl, because that is a spiritual. Okay. Listen, has the a whole hour. Black girl, it's not easy. You could tell when mm. the room shifts once you enter. So you have to always make sure your crown mm. is positioned correctly in your head and walk in with the most confidence. So, that's yeah. beautiful. That's good as in Brad's, but mm-hmm. yeah, if you yeah. want that certain high stand, high end fashion, it's those stigmas are still there. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy to me that that's still like a thing. 
Like you would think that yeah. things would have evolved past that, but yeah, they're not changing over there. They're like, we're we're sticking really. to this. Y'all can change yeah. over there in America. We yeah. gonna keep it how we keep it. They're yeah. aware about it, <laughs> but they're just strict. They know, but they don't care. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they know what they want it to be. There's a standard, and they're gonna keep it. Wow. All right. (laughs) Have a strong head. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. But that's going to take you far because you know how to adapt and do what you need to do. The fact that you're already coming prepared, girl. I got a whole suitcase just for modeling. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -mm. Because I've seen I've seen some models like post stuff on Instagram and they went to Fashion Week and they didn't have anything done with their hair when they got there. So the stylists were doing their hair and they didn't do it right. Yep. Yep. Um, usually, yeah. So I try to tell models is <laughs> if they give you um model call time to come through, at least be there 30 minutes before that call time because you never know who else is already there before you. You don't know how you'll be treated. Mm. You don't know you don't know what to expect. Make sure you have at least two wigs on on deck, have four pairs of shoes okay. with you, black, nude, <laughs> all that. Um, have black clothes, nice form fitting, so that way you might get casted to walk another show that same day because you never know what's going on backstage. Things happen. Mm. And just to always be prepared. Yeah. Make sure your hair's done beforehand. Mm. If you want it, if you know you're gonna have a fro the whole day, bend to bend to knot it up when you get there, fluff it out before the show, things like that. Braids or like I said, bring your wig, have your lace glue, be prepared. Yes. Thanks, right. I love those gems. Mm-hmm. Um, so still talking about some challenges. What's it like being um an alternative Haitian woman? And like have you faced any type of backlash from that community? Like, what's that like being in the entertainment industry, being Haitian, but also being different? Which you kind of touched yeah. on already, but no, there's a lot more. <laughs> yeah, like, a girl talk about it. Yes. Um <laughs> I know not, it. yeah, I'm not that <laughs> known deeply yet into the Haitian community like I want to be yet, but I'm still working on it, still reaching out to certain mm-hmm. platforms. I know right now Haitian who blogs, they help me out a little bit with the modeling stuff. But as of right now, I would say it's mostly family who I've had to like deal with a lot because that's my community first and foremost. And let's see. I first started out this whole journey of mine of like rebelling, but also being me, finding myself, having my own voice because I never really used to. Um, mm. When I was 19, went first to South Korea, I was like, what? You crazy? I'm like, bye. I'm tired. <laughs> I need freedom. <laughs> if yeah. I can. Because my family wouldn't let me, um, my mom especially, she wouldn't let me go study, you know, in a different state. She's like, you're going to stay home, do community. I was like, what? All right, say no more. Saved up. <laughs> off. I was like, Ma, I love you. In one week, I'm going to Korea. She was like, what? I was like, yeah, I booked this trip six months ago. I know how you guys are. Yes. And since then, I've, of course, dealt with a lot of backlash. I had to be that person in the family who was the weird one. Um, mm. But it also helped my my cousins, people behind me. It helped them open up their minds. It helped them realize, oh, I don't have to do everything that they tell me to do. I could be my own person. But I had yeah. to be smart about it, too. I had to have backup plans because it's not easy. For my family, it's like, if it's not our way, it's the highway. I'm like, what? All right. You're a strong <laughs> one. <laughs> so, yeah, I had to work two jobs, do full-time um, mm. college still, depend on me. It, it created this hustler mindset. And this go-getter mindset that, like, okay, whatever I do, I always have to make sure I have a backup plan. And if I don't have support now, I'm going to have support later on down the line because 
people are seeing what I'm doing. They support me. Right. They like it. It's given them motivation to actually do what they want to do and their passions and their careers. So yeah. that's been that. Finally, I've heard from my family. We're proud of you. I'm like, oh, yes. it took, yeah. Uh-huh. They saw you doing something. I was like, crazy. <laughs> but no, families yeah. just don't get it. They be so scared sometimes. They they think about what they think is best. And all mm-hmm. they can picture is just what worked for them or yeah. what they seem work for other money. And they're like, mm, I don't really see that working. Right. And they, they literally, it's always coming from like a really good place. But it's like, you can't pay attention to them because child, they don't know. They don't understand, they don't understand <laughs> right. the journey. Right. Yeah. They don't get and it. I, right. Hard. I wish, I, I noticed also with the Caribbean culture, just any culture in general that's, trying to make it here in America, especially if you're a first generation or first generation, but your family's from like a different country, they yeah. don't know how to communicate that to you. It's either yeah. they tell it to you and you understand or you don't get it at all. And then I had to yeah. tell my family recently, like, listen, growing up with you guys, you guys thought you were telling us the best thing. Now as an adult, now finally going through this adulting life, I wish you actually broke down what you meant not just like yeah. say or yell at us like actually communicate to us why are you saying these things how does it relate to me as I get older because certain things I wish I actually understood why it was being told to me instead of just being yelled at, at me I get it yeah. now but yeah but they also are saying these things just because that's how they were able to survive so I get it it's right. a survival mode too so yeah. yeah yeah that's so true yeah, <laughs> I'm stuck. Here, you want to? Sorry. Oh, it's fine. Sure. <laughs> You're okay. Um. So yeah, I'll ask this one. So you host events at Basquiat's Bottle, one of my favorite little spots in the BK, <laughs> and I met you at your New York Fashion Week themed brunch. So, yes. what are some of your favorite events that you that you've hosted so far? Yes, actually, um, they gave me the chance to do two event curations thank thanks thank you to basket spotter for sure and so the first one was the stay fly brooklyn new york fashion edition so with that one i was actually able to have the chance to slowly work on it like a month and uh, to make sure i had to see what could be done with it how to you know look at the marketing aspect of it how do i get people to know about this so it was really it was a really cool build up for it to see the final pieces and i was like wow this is what it came out to be and um, thank you so much for coming out i'm happy for the turnout i really am happy that the rcp were all like basically sold out people came Mm. they enjoyed themselves i still have the concept i'm waiting for that to like be finalized and finally put it out there yeah. Second event I was able to host with Basket Bottle is Rolling Loud. That one was Ooh. actually a little bit of everything that I do throughout my whole like career. Wow. From, like college to now. Yeah, because I'm from a music background, music marketing background. So I used to work at UMG, mm. like Republic, Island, all that. Okay. So yeah, that was okay. music marketing background. Girl. Okay, <laughs> feathers. You got some feathers in your head. Yes. You do. We work it out here. Listen, I, love I was it, like, man. how could I make a mini festival slash party? Why not mm. try to reach out to people who I know are lit, who I know are on the rise? Just why I reach yeah. out to future legends, J Pop, Rocky Snyder, Toshi Navarna, um, YRB, because they're like slowly on the rise. And it just reminds me of like how I used to see MTV or um, One Season Park or just things like that and put it for Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And it was a great turnout. Yes. I was like, okay, I- I'm capable of this. But like yeah. I said, events. 
takes a long time to perfect mm-hmm. because obviously, yeah. obviously it's not perfect. It's not perfect, but you have to have a guideline. You have to have the pre, during, and the post. And for my next events that are coming up, not now, but like like next year, major, big, I'm mm-hmm. definitely making sure that's amazing turnout. So yeah, yeah. It will be. It will be. Only because you're already doing that work. So, like, now you're seeing what works, what doesn't, and you're getting yeah. that knowledge on the way. So, by the time you get yeah. to next year, girl, let's go. Right. Cool. I can't wait. Right. And also, I'm we're a black girl coming up again. Since <laughs> I studied abroad in Korea and all that stuff, and K-hip-hop is a thing, and there, um, there's mm. lots of black fans who love Korean music. I'm one of them. Yeah. So I have events called A Night in Hongdae. So that's basically Hongdae is like a district in South Korea, Seoul. Yeah. And Hongdae, I used to hang out around there after classes. I was like, this reminds me of Brooklyn. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> why not put this and this in Brooklyn right now? So I have that coming up this Friday. And I'm making the safe mm. space for Black hip hop fans to come out and just party. Because we, we didn't really have that too. We didn't have that. We actually used to have um, events like that. In New York City, but it didn't really feel like that space. Authentic, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah. let me bring it back, but make it better. So yeah, there are there's so many black people that love K-pop, and I didn't know until like being on Twitter, having friends that are like in um like the anime gaming space. I feel like mm-hmm. that's always the space where people kind of go into it, and I'm like, wow, y'all really this. This for the y'all, y'all shit. Yes, like, that's really like y'all do. Y'all need that space, and that's that's amazing. Yeah. Come on, yes. Connect the hair. Listen, I'm everywhere and anywhere. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, yeah. I need when I come back to New York, I need to go to an event. Let me know. I'll be knowing. Yes. So, <laughs> so we're still like in the event question space. But mm-hmm. um, what is one thing someone may? So this is also a two part question. Um, okay. So what is one thing someone may not know about what it takes to host an event? And what did you want to add to the event curating space that may have been missing when you first began? So I know you just touched on what you did. So I know mm-hmm. that. But no, if there's so anything it. else. Okay. Yeah. Um, the first question was, what's like, what should someone know when it comes to event curation, right? What may they, what do you think people may not know about that, about okay. event curation? Um, event curation is not easy. It is not promotion. Um, people probably tend to make make those two like mix them together. It, so if you're creating mm. an event, you're literally creating an event from beginning to the end and mm. after, because you're at that point you're getting your name out there. You are making a brand for yourself, and you're going basically doing everything. So you're gonna have to make sure. Don't get too stressed out. Don't overthink. It might happen, but always take that breather. Take a step back. Be like, I'm doing great. I just need to make sure I have some self-care time to myself schedule in. And then once I feel okay mentally, go right back into it. Because what happens is that you're going to be thinking about every single little detail. Mm-hmm. Think of it as your wedding, basically, at this point. It's your wedding. Whatever, <laughs> whatever expression date is, that's what that event is for you. So yeah. take that time. Do not do, do not create an event within two weeks. That's That, to me, is very stressful. At least give yourself a month. I'll say a mm-hmm. month minimum. Because things do go wrong. People do drop out. You need backups. You need to have all this assets, all this deliverables, all these things. Give yourself a month. If you have a month, you're good. So, yeah. Definitely take your time with it. Yeah. Mm. People don't mention um, that at all. 
No, they don't. Because I often, I'm like, how do people even, even like just finding the funding for an event? I'm like, you know, mm -hmm. you have different people to come through, like the vendors and all that. Yeah. Like, how does that even take place? Because even at that event that we went to for you, you had the different, which were dope, by the way. I still got Listen, my, that was my body too. butter back here. Okay. <laughs> yes, Antopia. I love yes. that. Um, so what is that? What is that part of the process like? That was hard, too, because with these events, there's contracts involved. And you always mm. have to make sure you are talking to the owner. If you're going to be at a certain location, make sure you ask the owner every single question. It doesn't matter if you're annoying or if you think you're annoying. Ask them because mm. you do not want to be in trouble at the end of the day. And mm. you want to make sure that things are secured because things, like I said, go wrong. Um, yeah. So with the vendors... I knew some of them already has close friends and the others, they, they actually reached out to us or they were recommended by other people. And mm -hmm. I wanted originally five, but I was only able to have four, which is okay. And I had six people overall. One of them dropped. The other one never hit me up. They never even got their contract signed. I was like, I need this contract piece to sign so I can make sure your table's good, that there's no liability, things like that. But yeah. it was a lot. But the people who came out, I'm glad they did because it was a little bit of everything. And that's what I wanted for like a fashion type of event. Yeah. So it glad. definitely gave that. It definitely yeah. gave that. That's dope. Well, so, was the second? Yeah, the second part of that question. Yeah, I was about to ask. <laughs> uh, what did you want to add to the event curating space that may have been missing when you first began? Um, I wish there was like a how-to guide and not just on Google, but like actually like, I'll say like a little pamphlet, a little guidebook or something. That'd be cute just to see if I'm doing things correctly or accordingly. Because mm. how I had help was um, through the actual owners of Basquiat. They actually sat me down, talked me through the, the process of how things go. And I was like, oh, I did not know this before. Yeah. <laughs> and I wish that there was actually things like that, like an actual go-to. So that way you at least have the one-on-one -on -one of how events should go. And then if you want to make it more complicated or add your own spits, mm -hmm. then you can ask whoever else is, you know, that has been involved within that space. So, yeah. so now it's giving you're going to have to be the one to create that for other people. That's what it's giving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you Let's see you on YouTube, on Instagram, giving us a little breakdown. I'm here That's for that. Yes. Coming soon. Give us the blueprint. Give us the blueprint. Sounds like I must make yeah. some soon. Yes. Yes, Quick please Instagram do. Real. We need yep. that. Yes. Also, but you're right. It it's comes, a lot of things like that. It is. And marketing comes into play. Those is why I love marketing mm. because... For it to be successful, you're going to have to do lots of marketing for people to know about it, which is also promotions yeah. later on that time. And like I said, so you're creating your own brand. So if, if that's not right, it might not be strong enough. So, yeah. Mm. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> so you have your hand in a lot of different things. Um, how do you find the balance for everything? Hot yoga. Oh. Yes. Hot yoga. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yes. Self-care yes. is important because mm. during the pandemic before I got into basketball bottle, I took a step away from like the whole entertainment, marketing, all that stuff. And I ended up working as a crisis counselor with mm. the government. And through that, yeah, interesting. I know I'll be everywhere and anywhere. Okay. But Ooh. that's how also um, there's a thing called what transferable skills, skills or soft mm -hmm. skills, whatever it is. That helps out no matter yeah. what you do. If you're able to have these things, you can literally maneuver through different, you know, industries. But as a crisis yeah. counselor, 
I was taught to always make sure to have self-care because with that mm-hmm. job, I had to help out lots of people mentally. And I saw how that was taking an impact on me, creating a burnout. I was like, oof. I feel this, mm. and then my supervisor was like, um, what do you do for self-care? You know, your day off could be a self-care day. And I was like, you're right. I used to work out a lot, but I miss doing that. Let me try that again. And it was just hot yoga. Whenever I feel a little burning mm. sensation, I'm like, ah, that's burnout it's or that's time. depression or anxiety. Mm-hmm. Let me go sort this out real quick and stretch it out mm. and realign myself. So hot yoga for sure. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people realize how – like intricate the mind and the body yeah. are together and when you do yeah. one thing for one yeah like you you have to take care of them both in order to stay it's balanced all connected. Mm-hmm. 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 your body yeah. will tell you That's right before you before your mind does yep okay yes mm. your body will sit you down if you don't sit down yeah uh, yeah <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a fact it's way too real so we're switching gears a little bit um do you eventually i know you kind of mentioned this earlier but do you eventually want to have a whole team to assist with creative directing for shoots and events or do you prefer doing things yourself for now Mm -mm. as you can see i'm I'm everywhere i'm gonna need a team soon (laughs) yeah and you want like a whole workspace yes i do okay i do um hopefully coming soon hopefully from the next year so i'm definitely looking for grants sponsors things like that because i see the work that i'm doing um it's different within different aspects that i touch on and i do need a team to help me stay up to task because now i have two phones y'all i have one for personal one for content and i'm just like this is insane (laughs) i never thought i'd be that person but it, mm. it shows to me that I do need someone to help me out, to remind me of certain things and just make sure I'm on top of things too because I can't always be on top of things and have my mind running on a thousand and doing all this other stuff because that's how you kind of lose your mind too. So it's good to have a support system. So I'm definitely working on my team for sure. That's amazing. All right. You posted a photo project that you did titled Bed Sheet. And you wrote about being afraid at some point to post those photos um, for fear of being judged at first. What helped you to kind of push past that feeling and confidently post your content? That was when I actually was still having my body. I was still gaining weight during that time, actually. And that's when my body was was like really hitting hard because I was Mm. small and then the pandemic and then I was just gaining more and more weight. And I was like, okay, who is this person? But I started getting more comfortable with my body. And then that was that moment when I was like, I look good as, I could curse, right? Yeah. I look girl. good as fuck. So I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and then my friend took those photos for me. He was like, are, are you comfortable with me taking photos of you? Like, I see your feminine way. Why not? And I was like, why not? Sure. Mm-hmm. I, I believe I trust you. I, I see your creative eye. Let's do it. So we yes. did it. And I held on to those photos for a while. And then I was like, why am I holding on to these still? Like, let me just show whoever wants to see it and then got lots of really good feedback from it they were like yes i'm happy that you're talking about this because i myself deal with my dysphoria i have accepted the way my body looks and to see you put yourself out there be vulnerable that's inspiring and i was like huh, mm-hmm. cool so that was just mm-hmm. me fighting body dysphoria that was me accepting my body the way it is i was like i'm a woman now yes look at this curse okay i look good <laughs> And that was that. That was me just patting myself in the back like, you look mm. good. Enjoy yourself. Don't yes. be afraid. Yes. 
So speaking of being in touch with your body, you mm-hmm. briefly mentioned that you were, before the interview, that you were in a, a house. So how did that come about? House of Basquiat, Basquiat, yo. Yes. <laughs> yes. You have a I think Basquiat at this point, I think it's just connected to my Haitian roots. I don't know what's going on with the ancestors or something, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they work all the Right. It's all the <laughs> Right. I'm just like, hmm. Um, so House of Basquiat, <laughs> we, um, my my founding dad, the one who found me, the one who scouted me, um, he used to work at Basquiat Bada too, but now he's traveling because he's an independent artist and he's doing really, really well. And he was like, you have face. We would love to have you for, for face if in our, our, our family. I was like, what? I don't know this world like that. I just know pose. <laughs> I just know things like that. <laughs> so they slowly ease me into it. And then I was like, okay. You know what? Mm. I like this. So it's been what I think four months now since I've been with them, and they became like my second family. I'm able to actually learn what it is to actually have a family, not just like someone that you grew up with like that, but to actually learn what it is. That family has, yeah, that were chosen. That you are actually because I'm the only child, so I'm not used mm. to arguments. You I'm know. not used to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like it's not in my way to hide me, but not just I have to argue with people. I have to like. But yeah. that's something that I need to like actually understand about myself to grow even better. When I do want to have time of my own too, I won't be like, oh my God, what do you mean? I'm wrong. No, I have that. I have it with them. I have community with them. And also it's just really fun being with them. They're literally like family. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Are we going to see y'all pop up on HBO Max? Yeah, we gotta see Walking Category. We got to see Walking Category. <laughs> <laughs> I might debut soon. Yes. Listen, I like the view too. Give me faith yeah. on that. Okay, I like yes. the view too. So yeah, working on cheering. it, working on it. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. So um, yes. Do you have any new projects that you are working on currently? And can you briefly speak about them? If you can. Ooh, um, I do have two so far. Actually three. There's back to the cosplay world. Um I worked on a cyborg photo shoot. There's actually a video behind it, like a short mini movie thing. It's just that I'm holding on to it because I'm a perfectionist. And the way I want it to be edited, the way I want it to be out, I want it to be cinematic. I just want it to be like, mm. here it is. Here's a final product for now. And so I probably don't like it again. So that is still in the process. Yes, yeah, in the process. Think of like literally cyborg, but like melanin. 2000 i don't know 600 something like that so that's coming. Yeah. if you saw the photo online um probably it's on it's on one of my pages with the mm. glasses or like the blue makeup look and my friend she's like mm-hmm. the other one so it's from that project um second project is i was asked for my hair company i believe to do their metaverse girl thing i was like damn Ooh. yeah i was oh, like okay nice. <laughs> yes, girl. Like, All right. They gave me the wig. They gave me some ears. Like, how's this metaverse? This is not. I need. I need, I need more <laughs> electronic kind of stuff. So yes. I'm gonna be doing something behind that. I'm gonna make that into like a little small production too. That's one. Wow. What a second one. Yeah. Um. Third one. What's the third one? I think I forgot the third one. That's it for now. That's why. Oh no, third one. I'm going back into like. The fade, the fairy stuff look. I do want to do a different mm-hmm. type of fairy look, so I'm gonna do research to what I could do and just have that be out. So those are the three. 
That's so, so, so I can't wait to see it. Yes. <laughs> they all awesome. the meta with the purple. Yes, meta. Yes. Okay. I was like, oh, I got to fuck this baby, huh? Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's quality. Okay. Yes. Yep. So you've already you've already dropped a couple gems in this interview, but um, this is also the last question. So, what is another piece of advice that you can give to creatives who have their hands in so many baskets and like are in similar fields? Take your time. Um, Mm -hmm. yes, we we go day by day. You never know when your last day is, is here. But honestly, take your time. There is no rush. Um, don't overthink. I think creators, we, we do that a lot. We tend to overthink. We tend to overthink ourselves crazy. Don't do that until you end up having a migraine. Do not do that. If you need to talk to someone, hit up any one of your close friends or anyone who's willing to listen to you, and that will help you out at the end of the day. And also, make sure you write everything down and create mm-hmm. yourself a checklist. That will help you out. That's, that has helped me out a lot. Like If you want to write it physically down, do that. If not, go on the Notes app on your laptop, phone, do that too, make a checklist, and that's my Notes app, girl. Yeah, <laughs> that will help you out a lot. Um, also, don't be afraid to ask people to reshare your stuff or repost. You'll be very amazed of how many people are actually willing to like help you too just by resharing. Mm-hmm. I was shocked at yeah. anything. I've asked a few people, and then it just blew up. I was like, oh. Yes, girl. Why did yes. I ask for help before? We believe so, in you. Yes. <laughs> well, don't be afraid to mm. ask. So, yes. And that's it. That's great. Love Thank that. you. Well, that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having uh, me. You're <laughs> welcome. Yes. Let the people know where they can follow you. Y'all can follow me at my creative page, Slays by Sarah, or model page, Sarah O'Cool underscore. Or the Faye page, Sarah DeFay. Yes. It. <laughs> yes. <Okay>. So <laughs> thank you everybody for tuning in. We will be back again soon. So until then, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Yes Black Girl. It's Y-A-S-B-L-A-C-K-G-I-R-L. And follow us on Instagram, Yes Black Girl Series. And follow me and Kiara at the only Raya and Unique Genre on Instagram. Yes. And all Period. information can be found in the show notes. So y'all will see us later. Yes. Later, YBGs. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>